Welcome, this is Jessica Lips. In this interview series, I'm talking to extraordinary people who are living their dreams. It's my hope that their stories will inspire you to live your own dreams. I'm honored to welcome my next guest, Jillian Michaels. Jillian really doesn't need an introduction. She's the world's leading fitness expert, perhaps best known for her work on the TV show, The Biggest Loser. Jillian is a renowned nutritionist, the creator and star of fitness DVDs and hit TV shows, and the author of eight best-selling books. She hosts a podcast, founded FitFusion, a streaming workout platform, recently launched the Jillian Michaels app, and so much more. I'm going to stop there so that we can start talking to her. Jillian, thanks so much for being here. I'm going to ask you a question or two about your background, and then we're going to dive right into your current work, lifestyle, and the tips that everyone wants to know for getting healthy and fit. So let's start at the beginning. Where were you born and where did you grow up? I was actually born in the valley of Southern California, and I grew up there as well, like a bad 1980s movie. (laughs) I think of Southern California and L.A., and I think of fitness and fit people. Is that something that you were attracted to as a child? Did you play sports? No, I was an overweight kid. And then at about the age of 13, I was probably my heaviest at around 170 pounds. At about five feet tall. I'm about 5'3 now. And my parents were getting a divorce. And I think my mom just felt like she had to do something. And she got me into martial arts. And it took a while, but ultimately that's really what turned me around, not just physically, but emotionally. And I feel to this day that when you're strong physically, it really transcends into every facet of your life. I actually really want to delve into this idea of transformation because when I look at your website, you have a whole section on transformation. And on Twitter, you feature people who have had these incredible transformations. So tell me a little bit more about your own transformation, and then let's talk about how others can transform themselves. Well, for me, I kind of think of myself as this ugly duckling, and I hate to use those kinds of words, but the reality is I had braces, I had acne, I had a huge nose. I had my nose done when I was 15, and by the way, never looked back. Um, (laughs) And overweight and just really awkward, uncomfortable kid that was getting bullied. So my mom gets me into martial arts, as I'd mentioned, and over time, as I began to feel more confident and capable and strong, I was subsequently more empowered. And in time, as I began to be more physical and understand the concept of basic nutrition, I, of course, started losing weight. By the time I would say I was 15 and a half, 16, I was pretty fit. By 17, I was training for my black belt. I was extremely fit. And I really appreciated that the transformation first starts inside. As you begin to feel worthy and strong, you begin to feel worth health and feeling beautiful and looking beautiful. I don't mean you have to have perfect features. The beauty is from the inside out. I do think that health is a huge component of that. That's why I can never really advocate. Be 300 pounds, that's cool. I don't think clogged arteries are cool. I believe that you have to care for yourself and love yourself first before you can feel healthy and strong and beautiful inside and out. It's like you did this whole 180 transformation. I'm curious, was it the martial arts that helped you feel beautiful on the inside? Was it something about that practice or was it some other influence in your life? It was definitely that practice. And there was this one moment, I've told this story a lot over the years, so forgive me if any of your listeners have heard it, but 
I was training for my second degree blue belt test and I had to break these two boards with a sidekick and I just thought I'm never going to pass. I'm not going to be able to do it. And I had so much anxiety about it for the longest time. And it's the night of the test and to make a long story short, I did the board break. And I remember walking into school the next day and I was just being brutalized by the kids at school. I was in junior high. I think it's the worst possible time ever for so many kids. And I remember thinking like, where are the bullies? Bring your best. And no one did. (laughs) No one did. And I was so disappointed, you know, (laughs) I was like, what the hell? And I began to realize that it was the way I was carrying myself and the way that I felt about myself that really sent this message of, I respect myself. I value myself. And I think when you do that, you send a message to the world that you command respect from other people. You need these moments in your life. People always say, how do I feel worthy? How do I love myself more? How? You need a moment of inspiration that really catalyzes you to take a step. You need to have information so that the step you take hopefully will yield the best possible results. You make informed choices and powerful actions. And then you've got to take very small actions that yield successes. And it's in these successes where we begin to redefine who we believe we are and what we believe we're capable of. And for me, that was martial arts. Do you feel like you've made it a priority to cultivate and create more of these moments over the years? Is that how you think you've gotten this level of success? Absolutely. But I'm also very fortunate in that I've had years of therapy and great teachers in various aspects of my life that I have also come to appreciate. Failure is a badge of courage. It's also an entry point for learning. Whereas so many see it as validation of incompetence and they just get defeated and give up. Um, It's too significant a blow to their ego. So I'm very lucky to have had it hammered into my head at a young age. Failure is going to be inevitable. If you're not failing, you're not trying hard enough. How you handle a failure, go ahead and you feel your feelings. You feel upset. You feel angry. And then when that settles a bit, you take a look at what you contributed. You clean up your side of the street and you reapproach more intelligently. And ultimately, it's just life learning lessons that are preparing you for the right person, place or thing waiting just around the bend in life for you to be ready. And here you are with all of your right people, places, and things with career and family. And I want to talk about it all. First of all, I want our listeners to get a sense of what your day-to-day is like. Let's start with your fitness routine. I was struck that you have all these 25 and 30-minute workouts. I grew up in this world of you go to the gym for an hour. You take an hour-long class. So do you only work out for 25 minutes? What's the deal? Years ago, um, I created a DVD called 30 Day Shred. I created these three 20-minute workouts for it. It was with Lionsgate, and they went crazy. They're like, no one's going to buy this. It's not a long enough period of time. At that point in my career, I had already worked with endocrinologists and physiatrists, sports medicine docs, and trained athletes. And I was like, you don't understand. If you're training the right way, you really don't want to do more than 30 minutes. 30 minutes is tops. If you're training with the proper intensity and the proper techniques, Anything beyond that is too much stress to the system. People appreciated that in a a shorter period of time, they got incredible results. So it's really about how you train. 
If you're doing lower intensity workouts, then yes, you definitely have to be at the gym longer. But if you're training with the proper techniques, you can be in and out of a workout within 20 minutes. It's proven at this point. That's amazing. And is that what you do? What's your routine? It really depends on what my schedule will afford. The goal is four half hours a week. Some weeks I'm really lucky and I get to take 75-minute yoga class with my favorite teacher or a 45-minute spin class. Other weeks I'm in my freaking living room, you know, working out for 20 minutes just the way I'm describing with hit intervals and body weight training and free weights. And it's like, bing, bang, boom, get it done. That's the goal is like four workouts a week. It can be anywhere from 20 minutes to 45 minutes, unless it's, you know, like a class, like a 45-minute class or a longer yoga class. And what are your eating habits? Are you a vegetarian? Do you splurge ever? What do you follow? I look at nutrition very much in the same way I look at religion. Okay. (laughs) What I mean by that is that people are very fanatical about the diets they follow. There's vegan, there's vegetarian, there's pescatarian, there's gluten-free, there's paleo. I look at all those diets and I kind of go, okay, you know what, if that's what you subscribe to, then God bless. And I think that that's a lifestyle choice. I really do. I don't believe that that is about health or weight loss or weight maintenance at all because it's irrelevant. So when I look at the foundation of healthy eating, there are two rules that will apply to any one of those diets you may choose. One is food quantity, period. End of story. It's, it's simple math. It just is. Food has calories. Calories are units of energy. Units of energy that don't get burned get stored as fat. Fat is stored energy. So no matter how healthy the food may be, if you're overeating it, you will store it as fat, period. It's evolution. No matter what people say, oh, if the food's clean, you won't gain weight. Not true. If you overeat, no matter what it might be, you will pack on fat. Then the next thing is food quality. And I'm not talking about macronutrients. This has nothing to do with carbs, proteins, fats. Science will tell you, any biochemist, any registered dietitian will tell you that the human body has a need for every single macronutrient. We need carbs, we need protein, we need healthy fats. So when we're talking about food quality, I'm talking about making common sense food choices. No fake fat, no fake sugar, no fake color, no hormones, no antibiotics, no pesticides. And this should be common sense. So if you're vegan and you cannot afford organic, I'm going to want you to eat from the clean 15 when it comes to produce, like watermelons instead of thin-skinned berries that are soaked in pesticides. So that's really what I care about, how much you're eating, the quality of what you're eating. And then if you're vegan, paleo, whatever it might be, God bless. I personally am an omnivore. I eat high-quality carbs, proteins, and fats. I don't overeat them. And I don't also believe in like binge days, splurge days. I don't eat too much. I allow myself every single day to follow the 80-20 rule. And I say, okay, if I've got 1,800 calories today and I'm going to allow 20% of those calories to be foods that aren't necessarily the healthiest, then that's what I'm going to do. So every day I'll have treat foods. But again, they're not fake foods. So if I have a peanut butter cup, I'll have a Justin's organic peanut butter cup. If I have chips or cheap puffs or whatever, I'll have Luke's lightning bolts, not Cheetos. Luke's lightning bolts are organic. So I'll subscribe to junk food like that that has no chemicals in it, and I'll eat it within my calorie allowance. And I find that it's very common sense, very simple to follow, and it, and it works very well. What motivates you to stay fit? 
a host of things. I mean, at this point in my life, I have young kids. That's important to me. Ego, you know, I still want to look and feel good. I think also it is my job. So I think that, you know, there's an obvious outside pressure, which I think is a great thing to really not just talk the talk, but walk the walk. And those three things are, you know, pretty big deals. It doesn't get better than that. That's awesome. And when you've had your hardest workout and you have to go just a little bit further, how do you push yourself? I always play this game and I'm like, all right, look, if someone told you you were going to win the lottery, if you could finish this interval or you could finish this set, you know, could you do it? If it was like, hey, get through this and you'll win $100 million, you could do it, right? Or, you know, whatever goal it might be, you'd instantly be at your fitness goal. You'd instantly have lost the 20 pounds. If you could do it, then you can do it now. And the reality is that whatever health goal you've set for yourself, it really is on the other side of that achievement, whether it's a minute from now or a week from now or a month from now or a year from now, that is how you push yourself to that next level and the attainment of whatever goal you've set. And I just kind of remind myself of that. I love it. People watch you on TV and on the internet and through your DVDs. But I understand that you have a new app out that maybe there's a way to get even closer. And you have Jillian Michaels as your personal trainer. So would you tell us a little bit about that app and what projects you're working on? Sure. What I love about the app is that it's a living, breathing thing in that you're right. I I can be your personal trainer. And there are over 550 exercises. There are over 14 preset programs. So you could say, I just had a baby. I'm getting ready for my wedding. And, you know, if you're a man, I have dad bod. I want to work on that. Oh, I want a 30-day program to get beach ready. I want a 90-day program to help me lose 50-plus pounds. I want a 60-day program to lose 15 pounds. Like, I've already created all of that. I'm pescatarian. I'm vegan. I'm omnivore. I'm paleo. I'm gluten-free. I have all those meal plans in the app with hundreds of recipes. But what's really cool about it is that it's interactive. It works with my fitness pal through Apple's Health app. So we track calories in, calories out. We track your weight. You can listen to your own music. You can tell me the workout's too easy and I can progress it. You could say I have 10 minutes, 20, 30, 45. I want to do abs, legs. I want to do total body. I want a cardio workout. Literally, you put in your level of athleticism, the time you have, what you want to work on, the equipment you have, and the workout generator creates you these one-off workouts. I, of course, talk you through the entire workout. You can see the workout ahead of time and swap out moves or modify them if you don't like them, and it automatically modifies. So it's, it's kind of the coolest thing in the world <laughs> to be able to use technology in this way. We're building in a community feature so that you can find people, train with them, have a buddy system, And it's just awesome. So for somebody who has not exercised for a long time or has never exercised and is overweight and looking to shed the pounds, let's say it's 10 pounds or more, 30 pounds or more, that's a lot of weight. And they look at these transformation photos that are on your website and you, and they see the end result, but they think, I will never get there. How will I ever get there? What's your advice to help them get started? So you gotta have a moment of inspiration, as we were saying, just to kind of catalyze you to decide to take action, right? So that's the hope of those photos is you see that photo and you go, okay, this is a regular person. She looks like me before, right? If she can do it, I can do it. And then you got to get information. That's the thing, because if you take action that's misinformed, it will be destructive. And that's why, not to toot my own horn, but sign up for the app. Like, this this is what I do. So, for example, there's a fitness for beginners program. So you could say, okay, I'm going to take that program and I'm going to take the omnivore meal plan. And if you follow it, 
you're going to get the results. And if it's, oh, it's the stress eating, it's emotional eating, it's this, it's that, you know, then I have other avenues to really help you deal with that, whether it's my podcast, which is free, of course, or whether it's one of my books and you can take it out for free at the library. Like Unlimited is a great book to help you deal with emotional eating. Also, the suggestion of getting into counseling or therapy or a support group. But you got to get support and you got to get information. And I would say, look, try the app. You can try it a week for free. If you don't like it, cancel. You pay nothing. Let an expert do the work for you. It's manageable. It's palatable. You'll start seeing those changes and those results. And I think that that helps keep people motivated. And a body in motion tends to stay in motion, literally and figuratively. Love it. So what inspires you these days? You know what inspires me are just regular people. Uh, Regular people that are dealing with everyday life. And I kind of equate that to being in a boxing match with no bell, you know, <laughs> life just does not stop. It doesn't, it's, it's not designed to stop. It's designed to keep throwing punches. There isn't necessarily a break or a bell or a respite and everyday people that continue to face down adversity, show the courage and the determination and the fortitude to deal with whatever life throws at them without money and resource. I always think, wow, if these people can do this, you know, I can, because I've I've been very lucky and and blessed in life, and I think that the world is unfair, and when life gives you a lot, I think that it's your job to make the world more fair, to give some of what you have, and when I see people with less than doing more, that to me is an inspiration, to do more and do better. So you are known for having this can do, but also this no BS attitude, which I love. But on this phone call, it's funny. I'm I'm not really hearing a lot of, um, you know, like, don't give me your shit or, you know, or, or, right. or something like that. So I'm just curious, is that all hype? Is that media or, or is a part of that no, who you really are? It, it, it's tough. I think because people watched The Biggest Loser years ago and thought it was a TV show. It's a TV show. It's entertainment. But for me, it was a life or death intervention on a ticking clock. So when I have people that are 300 pounds overweight and they're going to go home in a week or maybe two or maybe three, it requires drastic, drastic measures. And I needed very specific benchmarks to happen in order for there to be any hope. And I mean, any whatsoever that they would go home and continue on a healthier path because Already, people who lose weight, 95% of them who lose a large amount of weight who are in that category of morbid obesity. And so you have to have this rock-bottom moment where it's more painful to be where they're at the work associated with change. You've got to have a moment where they take responsibility and they stop being a victim. And you've got to have a success in the gym. You've got to have that moment, right, the breaking of the boards, the thing they do that they never thought they could do that begins to open up an infinity of possibility with regard to their capability and their potential. And to make all that happen in a very short period of time requires a very intense, no-nonsense approach. But in everyday life, I'm not dealing with that. I've got an endless amount of time to help bring a person to those benchmarks. And it's very unlikely that they are suiciding with food. You know, that's a very specific thing. That's all. The Biggest Loser was just a very specific environment and you had producers that, you know, wanted salacious content and didn't show the entire picture. That's all. They needed a bad guy. That was me. You didn't mind playing it. But for the life and death you know, reason, I, I hear annoying, you. It annoying, but at the end of the day, I think people saw through it. 
people saw through it, and it's like, well, I mean, you know that I do what I do for real. I'm not a TV trainer. I own a sports medicine facility. I've been doing this since I was 17 years old. You see that I get results. The results of my work are proven. And you see that I care, and I, I walk the walk, and I think that it transcends no matter what some a-hole producer is going to try to pull off or accomplish. Well, you are terrific, and this has been a pleasure. I really cannot thank you enough for your time and your insights and your words of inspiration and motivation. So let's all get out there and exercise and eat well. And Jillian Michaels, thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great day. This is Jessica Lips. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.